This is the Gary V Audio Experience. I wonder how you deal with like sort of the self-doubt. Like, the what? The self doubt. Do, do I? Yeah. I don't, but that's because my mother hyperbolized the shit out of me and over like built my self esteem. In business, I don't have doubt. In swimming, huge doubt. I suck at swimming. I'm scared of swimming. I don't, but I only don't in a very specific and narrow reason. And again, it's fun to have you, Jeff, here. Jeff is somebody I worked with um, very early on when we started Vayner. I just stay in my lane. Like this is back to self-awareness. I stay in my lane. I'm a salesman, I'm a business builder. I've done it my whole life. I was an F student at 13 and 14. My friend's parents told my friends not to hang out with me because I was a loser. I'm more successful than my entire graduating class combined. Like, Like this is because the market doesn't understand that people don't get it. You have to double down on your strengths and you have to punch your weaknesses. In America, there's billions of dollars made on selling you how to fix the things that you're not good at. It's a huge mistake. You need to figure out who you are and go all in. That's what I did. And so when you talk about business or marketing, when you talk about the New York Jets, and when you talk about wine, I've got nothing but bravado. Everything else, you should see me sitting around dinner tables right now talking about politics. The level of humility and the level of listening, you wouldn't expect from me because that's not how you're used to consuming me. I'm loud and proud because I only stay in my lane. Pay very close attention. I've got nine years of content on the internet now, maybe a little bit more. I've stayed very, very, very narrow. For me, it's lucky. The reason I've been able to kind of grow is my narrow thing is consumer behavior, which I can deploy against anything. So my narrow thing happens to be quite wide, which allows me to play. It allows me to be a good investor. It allows me to run businesses. It allows me to be a personal brand. Like, it allows me to do things. But I don't waver from that, you know? I don't talk about building product. I've been around startups my whole life. I don't talk about product. And I'm pretty good at UI, UX. All my, I mean, Ed Williams and, and, and David Carr from Tumblr, they always like, give me good daps behind the scenes that I'm good at it because it's a little consumer, be, it's consumer behavioral kind of. So I, I, have, I have good feels. I used to know how to lay out my liquor store and that's how, why I did well in e-commerce early on. I just think about, all I do is deploy empathy at scale. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an empathy machine. That's what I do. So, so on the flip side, for the people that do have self-doubt, that I feel like I'm the most extreme purebred entrepreneur. You're the wrong person to ask. I'm not the wrong person to ask. I'm just a North Star over here and I think the more you have self-doubt is the further away you are from being a purebred number one to run a company. Like everybody knows that VaynerMedia is a moldable dictatorship, right? Like you can sell me, you just better fucking bring it because I've got fucking ideas, you know? So I don't yearn at all for, but what that makes me think is this goes back to self-awareness. Maybe you need a co-founder. Maybe you need to bring in a secondary, since you've already built something, a 20% co-founder. If you're yearning for that, then you shouldn't listen to Gary Vee saying, fuck co-founder, I don't give a fuck, I'm a dictator. You should be like, no, no, this is what I'm feeling and this is what I need. And who cares what anybody says about giving. If, do you know how many things I do that make no sense to people on paper? I gave AJ 50% of VaynerMedia when we started it. I had all the leverage. I was 11 years older, I got to solve the clients, I was the social media guy, I did everything. And he had 50% of the business because I knew that's what felt right in the energy of our brothership. So I make decisions all the time. I, stole, I sold Stephen Ross, owner of the Miami Dolphins related real estate, a 30% share of VaynerMedia three and a half years ago when I knew I was building the business from three to 100 million in a heartbeat because I want to buy the New York Jets and so I left tens of millions of dollars on the table to be in the ecosystem of the NFL family. 
Like I make decisions all the time that are not predicated on money. So if you feel in your heart, if that was the question you decided to ask me, you should probably bring in a real co-founder that has minority interest and who cares if everybody told you that it was a bad deal that you gave her 20%. It's a great deal for you because you know what you need. Way too many people in this room listening to the market or the five tips or somebody else's advice that did it. Nobody's done it the way I did it and I'm not listening to anybody about it. Everybody asks me, who's your mentors? No one. Myself. Me. And we're not, and maybe I'm too far, and I respect that. I know what that sounds like if you've never heard me. I'd be like, I'm, I'm not confused that there's 8% of people in here be like, fuck this guy, he's got a huge fucking ego. I get it. But I know that a lot of people aren't doing any of what I just did in that rant, and I'd like you to do a little more of it. My friends, in a world where everybody is cheering when you get a Series A or B check, which means you've just given up a piece of your business, by the way. Um, and in a world where everybody's gonna crush it and everybody's gonna win, there are a lot of people, especially when they were built to be good students and be good number fours and sevens, that when they go to be a one, and after a life full of winning, because they understood that system, they go into the actual marketplace. No more rich friends and families and connections in private school and good universities. No, real shit. The fucking game. Nobody gives a fuck who your dad is. That game, when they go to that game and they lose, it's tough. And if we keep telling everybody that it's so easy to do it, and if we don't start talking about that the entry level to be in the top 1% earners in America is only $400,000 a year. And I use the word only because nobody here is even in the mindset of million dollar or bust, right? We need to start having proper conversations. If we don't start talking about 95 plus percent of your startups will fail. If we don't do that, then we're really doing disservice to the people that join the greatest thing in the world, in my opinion, which is capitalism, entrepreneurship, market dynamics, what makes this place great. And so, I'm not saying this because I wanna sit on my high horse, I'm saying this right here, and saying we have to start having much, much, much more honest conversations in our space, because we're doing nobody any good. I had a meeting the other day where a person I invested in lost his company, it's gone, it's over. It'll be shutting down next 15 days. He had one last ditch effort on a down round, didn't happen, it's over. By the way, get ready to read a shitload of articles about down rounds this summer. Anyway, over, dead, right? And he goes, I, you know, I'm ups- I, have a, I guess I, have, I mean, I have a sad face during the meeting because it's a sad event, right? Like, it's over. And he sees that I'm sad, he goes, oh Gary, don't worry. Like, I'll be fine, I, I learned a lot through this process. I said, motherfucker, I'm worried about the $150,000 you lost of mine. I'm not worried about you. Like, I gave you money and you fucking lost. Like, this notion that this is play money or who cares, the VCs don't care. Like, I fucking care. I came from Zip. I lived in a studio apartment with eight family members the size of this stage. When I write a check, it hurts. I want you to win. I want you to do something. I'm not worried about your education process of the entrepreneurial journey, fucker. Seriously, that meeting caught me off guard. He, like, we are broken. We are not having the right conversations. And I'm trying to give everybody in this room, anybody that watches my show, anybody that reads my book, a six to 12 month head start that is going to pay dividends for them if they either choose to do one of two things. Look in the mirror and recognize and figure out if they have the luxury of having self-awareness, is this maybe not what they're about? And number two, if it is, to figure out how that business makes money in the next six minutes. I'm actually 
normally making mistakes in the other direction. So I tend not to overthink at all. I'm very intuitive and most of my business mistakes have been to act too quickly and then have to bail out. I, I've found that speed trumps everything and so for me, when I weigh opportunity costs, I'd rather start something, both money and time, if I intuitively feel it, and then let it fail six months or a year later. New concepts I have for Vayner, new divisions, new types of wines for Wine Library, things I've done for my own brand. I, and I wanna push so many of you for this. I really wanna push a lot of you. So many of you are not taking action because you overthink it. You overthink it. You overthink it. I always say deploy your resources that you can afford to lose. A lot of you don't have the dollars. I used to not have the dollars, but I had my time. The reason I punted my 20s was because I didn't have money or I didn't have a lot of it. You know, a lot of you hear about the $3 million business. I love when people like try to rag on me and say, oh, if everybody had a $3 million business. I mean, every single kid that gets $500,000 in startup, which was millions, had more dollar resources than I had. We didn't have dollars. Business did $3 million. It made $300,000 in profit in selling $3 million worth of liquor. And then it still had to pay expenses. And my dad took home his salary. Like, we had no money. But I had my time and I would test things and I stayed up. I didn't punt my 20s for kicks and giggles. I punted them because the only resource I had was my time. And so I had to work 18 hours a day because it's what I had. Got it? So taking action is, especially if it doesn't cost you money and it's just time, is always a better answer than pondering or thinking or trying to decide if this is gonna work. You don't know. The learning of the failure is as equal to the victory of it. I'm so advanced as a business person in my own mind is not only have I worked a lot, but I've, you know, this work hard, work smart thing, I've worked smart. And one of the smartest things I do as an entrepreneur and a business person is I do things so I can understand whether they work or not. You can't just sit here and say, is this gonna work or not? Debate it your whole life, never do it, and then not know the answer. Like you don't know. Like one of two great things happened. One, you did it and it worked and you made money and you won and you got accolades and it worked. Wine Library TV, it worked. The Wine Library, the classes that I was gonna do or I'm trying to think of things that fail. It's like, you know, so another thing is I just forget them so quickly. I'll work on this. I'll, you know what, India? I wanna do like top 11 things I did at Wine Library that didn't work. Local van delivery at scale I never did. You know, so like, so, so one of two things happen. Either it works and you make money, the email service, it worked. Or it doesn't and you're like, well I'm not gonna do that again. But this whole like indecisiveness, when you can do it. If you don't have the money, you can't do it, so what the f are you thinking about it for? You know, I wonder if I buy a building in New York City, will it go up in value? I wonder. The answer is, it's gonna work, but Guess what? I don't have $400 million liquid to buy an Empire State Building type building because you can't even buy that for 400000 You know, $400 million. You know, so like, this is, this is an interesting question. The answer is no. I've never failed because of indecisiveness. I've only failed because I've done stuff. But I'd argue that I didn't really fail. I learned. I might have micro failed, but I macro won.